the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of... Of it's your life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to it's your life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I tell you, um, in the, in the words of my great producer Noah, it's Baby Friday. It's gigantic Thursday. It's uh, a wonderful day, and regardless what that is, you know. So, uh, Noah, it's a wonderful day. It is another day, indeed. It's another day. And, you know, I got my great co-host here, Michelle Cooley. I tell you, uh, listen, before I get off into this, uh, I, I want, uh, I've been uh, on the air for the, uh, for two years. And this is my first show in my hometown of Chattanooga, Tennessee. I, I am actually in Chattanooga, Tennessee doing my first show ever here and I am so thrilled and so happy uh to be back home this is home uh this is kind of like uh uh Dorothy uh when uh you know the widow of Oz and when they they took uh and she found herself uh, away from Kansas but you always have to come home I am back home and I brought my sidekick with me, uh, my beautiful wife, also the greatest co-host on record, Michelle Cooley. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm doing good. Um, haven't been back in Chattanooga for a long time and seen your hometown, so I'm excited about that. We're so excited about this, and uh, we're, we're so excited about uh, the things that we're going to do uh, in Chattanooga and see a lot of friends. Uh, and also see family members. Uh, I'm at my oldest son home uh, tonight recording, and uh, uh, that's James Cooley III, and I'm so proud of him. He's a photographer. I mean, he's great. All, all my kids are wonderful or talented, and all of them are artists. And uh, I'm just so proud of them and so proud to be back home and so proud to be doing my first show with someone that I know very, 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 very well. Uh, that's Jordan Coburn. And I tell you, I'm so proud of this young man. I think he just turned 30. Uh, just turned 30. And he is at Yale uh, running programs, uh, doing so many great things. And he also is the producer, director 
or my latest book that just came out a couple of months ago, uh, Country Boy, City Boy Journey, that ain't over yet, the audio book. Without this young man, uh, that book uh, would not have been possible. But not just that, but uh, this guy, as we talk about the show tonight, our listening audience around the world, <laughs> you're going to learn so much about this young man. He is so far in advance of his age. I mean, I'm talking about what we call wisdom, wisdom. And uh, I'm just so happy that, uh, you know, I had influence on some of the things that he's doing. He always have an influence on pretty much most of the things that I'm doing. And that partnership is, is going to be there forever. And I just love this young man. And the yeah. things we're talking about, JC, the, the, these are things that you and I have talked about. It's, you know, not talked about as often as it should be. I mean, this should be, especially after the last year and a half. I mean, this is such critical focus. And Noah, I, I, I just want you to know that uh, Jordan uh, told me, he, he mentioned to me, he said, JC, I got this great topic that I want to talk about, and I believe that uh, your listening audience, the world, everybody need to be aware of these things. And he called, and so listening audience, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about suicide. Uh, that's the number one killer, other than cancer right now. Because uh, after what we've been going through, Noah, over the last, uh, I say, 20, 22 months, uh, many people feel that they don't have a, choice and these are like i ain't got nothing so i'm just going to do this i would even say jc that the probably obviously you know COVID affects the physical nature of people but i would even say the mental aspect aspect of it has even been greater my my opinion no your opinion is absolutely great and that's why i believe that this topic that we're talking about noah is so important I know it's important to me. It's very important, and I cannot wait until we start the show. It's, it's so important that uh, our listening audience, come on now. Uh, if you ever wanted to understand, and I tell you, this is a young man uh, that uh, uh, understands uh, what he's writing about in this and understand what he is presenting in this. And we only out. The show is called It's Your Life. Uh, everything is about your life. It's not about James Cooley life. It's not about Michelle Cooley life. It's not about Noah Dingley life. It's not about uh, Professor Jordan Coburn life. It's your life. And I believe that we all need to understand that sometimes we go through trials and tribulations that requires us to think. And sometimes we don't always want to make the right decisions uh, in life. But I tell you, Tonight, we're going to learn a lot more of uh, what suicide is, and that's is so deadly, it's so dangerous, and we're going to learn the who, the what, and the why. And uh, Noah, I just, just can't wait to get this started. Yeah, I think we should get started right away because we don't want to make you know any part of this discussion, the who, the what, the why, they're all very important. We need equal time on all of them. I believe that that's, that's so important. So, Michelle, my great uh, co-host, first of all, uh, can you mention the title of the show again one more time? The title tonight today of the show today is Suicide, The Who, The What, and The Why. Can you uh, tell our listening audience what's the purpose of the show? 
Purpose of the show is getting to know the background of Jordan Colbert to discuss suicide and the components around it, especially the who and the what and the why of suicide. Can you please bring this great guest and tell us a little bit about him? Yes, Jordan Colbert. Jordan Colbert is from Mays Landing, a small city with a big wealth disparity outside of Atlantic City, New Jersey. Receiving a B.A. in classical studies from the University of Pennsylvania and a master's of marriage and family therapy from the University of Southern California, he's a first-generation philosopher with a strong preference for using science and technology to increase access for people with psychiatric and physical disabilities. Jordan is credentialed as an assistive technology professional with the Rehabilitation Engineering and Assistive Technology Society of North America and a member of the Association on Higher Education and Disability. He previously served as a member of the California Association of Marriage and Family Therapists and intern at the MindSight Institute, a research lab for interpersonal neurobiology therapeutic mindfulness practices. He now works at Yale University as the Associate Director of a assistive technology in their student accessibility service or services office the james cooley show proudly presents jordan colbert jordan welcome to the show my friend uh it's an absolute pleasure having you back you already know that you and i talk all the time uh welcome back to the show uh thanks jc it's a it's definitely a pleasure to be here uh you you really always know how to make me feel welcome especially with your great introductions. Just to note, I am not 30 yet, but I'm almost I, there. I'm I, 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 I said you was approaching 30, <laughs> if not there already, and I already know that. James, that makes him even more impressive if he's not even 30 yet. <laughs> not even 30, Noah. Uh, this guy should be on the uh, the top list of uh, 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 Educators, influencers on the 30. Let's just make that nomination right now. Let's just do that. Hey, Jordan, you are the guy. I couldn't do it without, you know, my support system. I'm just here doing my, my good work. <laughs> hey, man, I tell you, man, you've been on my show many, many times. And uh, uh, this is part five for the listening audience that don't know who you are. And I know we got the break coming up in about two two and a half minutes, oh, two minutes before Noah start beating me up. Uh, Jordan, can you just re-emphasize uh, uh, where you grew up? I think you grew up outside of Atlantic City. And can you tell our listening audience uh, in a minute and a half a little bit about you? Yeah, sure. I would love to. Uh, so you're right. I did grow up right outside of Atlantic City. And if you haven't been to Atlantic City, I like to describe it as a little Vegas right on the Jersey Shore. If you've seen Boardwalk Empire, Atlantic City is the area it's based upon. Um, and it's an area that is tied closely to the success or impacts of the casino business. So with that, that means living on the outskirts, my community was always really tied to the local economy. And with casinos come a lot of things that are actually pretty negative, you know, the gambling, the drugs, the crime, um, and then how that then leads to mental health issues. So I saw a lot of those impacts happening in my community, um, especially because I grew up in a single family home with my mother, uh, and she had her own mental health issues 
And so just really growing up in that environment, I was able to see a lot of different things. Uh, you know, not to say that AC isn't good these days. AC is Atlantic City for, for the people who are from there. Um, and the mayor's really doing a great job. But back when I was a kid, it was a, a pretty difficult time because not only was my area kind of economically depressed and struggling, but across the street from like where I live, there would be people who had, you know, mansions or other, uh, you know, big wealth, opulent, uh, like, you know, living structures. And so it was a pretty interesting dichotomy. Wow. You know, uh, I, I tell you, uh, we're going to take a station break, but Jordan, I cannot wait to get back and start our discussion on the who, the what, and the why of suicide. And if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one 1170 Again, listen, audience, that's one 1170 It's your life. I'm James Cooley, and we'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley, available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The answer, San Diego, streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, uh, we got such an important topic that we're going to talk about tonight. We're talking about the Suicide. And Michelle, can can you please remind our listening audience uh, what's the title of our show tonight? 
The title of the show tonight is Suicide, The Who, The What, and The Why. And we got uh, this great guy that, I mean, he's not even 30 yet, and uh, he's running programs at Yale. Uh, I've been knowing this guy uh, because uh, very influential in everything that I, I have been doing as, as related to my books and and uh, the J.C. Cooley Foundation, and um, I'm just so thrilled to have him on the show tonight. And uh, just like Michelle said, we're talking about suicide, the, the who, the what, and the why. And um, I, I believe that this topic is so important. If you want to be part of this conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's one 888 Jordan, now I, I, I tell you that we're talking about suicide. And, and uh, this might be a tough question, but I'm going to ask anyway. Um, have you ever uh, discussed, uh, I mean, other than today, uh, have you ever attempted a suicide? And what influences do you think that uh, might be of interest in helping others uh, to get away from those type of thoughts? Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, I have. It's you, you're right. Sometimes it is tough to talk about, but you know, the big thing around these type of issues is awareness. So when I was younger, uh, there was a lot of depression, PTSD, and then later bipolar disorder aspects of, you know, my life. And so because of this, it, it really kind of built traction. And when I was in seventh grade, I had my first attempt. And during that period, I was getting to the point where I just felt like I was completely alone and, you know, that my life didn't have value, that no one cared. And so at, in seventh grade, that's a pretty significant experience. So that was my first time. And I got a lot of treatment during that time. It was a short-term fix. And uh, my second attempt, though, then came when I was a freshman in college at Penn. Uh, you know, and in that time, I was a college football champion for uh, the team that I played for. I had a lot going for me, but I was feeling incredibly isolated, invisible in that whole system and out of control. So it, it really had a, a big, big hold on my emotions and my mind. And so that time I actually spent three days in a coma and then the next three days in involuntary psychiatric unit which I think that played one of the biggest parts in me wanting to help other people, even though I didn't realize it at the time, but being exposed to people who are also experiencing very similar things, but may have such a different and vastly, uh, you know, impactful experience that they're in the same place as you. And it really made me understand the, the importance of life and also listening to others. Wow. Thank you for sharing that with us, um, Jordan. Can you tell listeners about suicide and its complexities? Yeah. So suicide, as a definition, is the process of attempting to take your own life, whether that be directly or indirectly. And so what I mean by this is that suicidal behavior can present itself in a lot of different ways from intentionally putting oneself in danger or actively making a life-threatening injury. 
And it's a concept that isn't always rooted in the shared reality that we all uh, experience, but it's a product of intense inward focus on the worth, the, uh, you know, the positive trajectory in life, the hopelessness, and then also the deep sadness and pain that someone's feeling. You know, there's probably uh, a stigma that everyone who or people who are feeling depressed or have uh, any type of mental illness will think or attempt suicide. Is that a true statement or can you explain maybe why that is not true? Yeah, so that is not true. So uh, it's it's different because every mental illness and every person with depression is different. And so depending on the diagnosis, depending on the person's experience, the level of, you know, mental illness, that's what will really try and try and isolate this idea of suicide. So it is typically tied with mental health though, because it can stem from a lot of these depressive symptoms. And also many cases living with mental health like issues or mental illness is very, very difficult. It's a very difficult process. And there's a lot of things that, that are different from the traditional life that you have to learn how to manage or, you know, adapt to. And dealing with that can really be difficult. So in addition, though, it's very interesting because most people, you, like I will almost say all people, have at some point thought about suicide, whether that's directly or peripherally about like, oh, you know, what is this concept about? What is, you know, what is suicide? Jordan, producer Noah here. And since we're talking about the who, it's really important that we address that who is at risk. And let's talk more about the risk factors for suicide so that people can get a clearer understanding of either someone they know or themselves is going to be susceptible to this if something comes up in their life. Yeah, that is a really important topic because at the, the baseline level, the people that are most at risk for suicide are actually middle-aged white males. They compose 67% of suicides. But in addition, like outside of that, for the, the whole population, there are a lot of factors such as a major life experience occurring, uh, such as like a significant relationship that has ended, whether that be because somebody died, a breakup, something like that, or, you know, losing a job and creating a lot of financial insecurity. Sexual violence is also a risk factor that puts people at much higher risk for committing suicide. Um, but there can also be, you know, communal factors. Like Michelle said, there's a stigma around suicide, mental health issues that then, you know, prevent people from reaching out. There's also, you know, the idea that if others do commit suicide in the community, there tends to be like this ripple effect that may happen after that, which is called a suicide cluster. And Jordan, now that we've identified who is perhaps a little bit more susceptible to even thinking about suicide, what are some of the signs that are apparent in someone that might be thinking about it? And obviously, you want to catch those signs early. So let's say somebody knows somebody and they see these signs occurring. Second part of the question is, what do you initially do about it? 
Yeah. Uh, so with that, there are, you know, the obvious aspects where somebody may be dealing with depression for a long time or dealing with mental illness for a long time. Uh, that is one of the most obvious because that is a very good, like big indicator when they're dealing with this for a prolonged experience. Uh, because I, I kind of talked about that hopelessness. And so that's one major obvious, uh, you know, like sign, but there are also other signs. Like if somebody talks about suicide, whether it's joking, but they have a whole, you know, I'm going to kill myself with pills tomorrow night. And it's like, do you have pills? So that's, that's a, a pretty obvious sign. But then there are some other signs that are behind the, the scenes, such as like random sudden isolation from everyone they know, uh, giving away personal possessions that, you know, that they really prize. And also just going ahead and making some surprise, really interesting uh, plans for the future that might seem out of character. And then there's the other one of just the, like I said, the isolation and the dejection that can be around that. Now, to help with that, the number one thing that you can really do is ask somebody that you see exhibiting these behaviors, how are you? And the reason why it's such like a, a simple thing to say, but it's so effective is because when somebody's in that position, asking them, who are or how are you? They really think about it. It's not that idea of, oh, I'm okay, I'm fine, you know, we're good. It's looking at them and really saying, how are you? Well, I agree with that real quickly before break, and James will take us to break. But, you know, I've noticed and had conversations with other people, Jordan, where you might initially ask them, how are you doing? And they're going to say, uh, I'm fine, or I don't want to talk about it. If you really notice there's something wrong, don't just stop with asking them once. Maybe rephrase your question. Show, show them that you're concerned and that you want to help and that you've noticed something. Yeah, that is absolutely true. And, you know, in my time as a therapist, one, one way that I would really address it is when you ask them, okay, how are you? And then they say, oh, I'm good, I'm fine. And you, you continue. The one thing that's really important to tell them is like, you know, I care about you and I'm only asking this because I do want to help. So like you said, just asking it in a different way or just really showing that you care. And then if it's something that you really can't get into or they're, they're just not cracking, even though you see all these signs, telling someone else, telling a close friend or even uh, telling a family member, something like that. Wow. This is so encouraging and it's so great. I tell you, we're going to take a station break. But when we get back, we're going to continue our conversation with this great guest, Jordan Coburn. And we're going to talk about the what. Just like uh, Michelle had mentioned to you, we, we uh, our conversation today is about suicide, the who, the what. And the why. So uh, we're going to talk about the what. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's 1 888 344 Again, that's 1 888 your life. We'll be back shortly after the break. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. 
There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audiobooks are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley, available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Noah Dingley here, producer of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I, I tell you, we got Jordan Cooper. Uh, this is my guy. Uh, right now, he's running programs at uh, Yale University. Uh, he's so important to me, uh, the producer, director, uh, and anything else that you might want to uh, labor him as uh, with my newest uh, book, uh, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey Ain't Over Yet, audiobook. That uh, Noah, that uh, we have not even advertised that yet because, uh, I mean, anything other than uh, the commercial that uh, we have done on the radio nationally. But we're going to start doing that uh, real soon. But this guy right here is so incredible. And, and uh, he's a psychologist. Uh, he's doing certain, uh, many, many things. And guess what, Noah? He's under 30. Yeah, you keep pointing that out, and don't get me wrong, I have, a, I have a list of accomplishments, but I am just tremendously impressed that he has got this list, and he's half my age. Well, he's under 30, and uh, Noah, we're going to have to get him in studio. Oh, I'd love uh, that. That would, that'd be spectacular. And uh, 
one of the most intelligent individuals I would on agree. this planet that I have ever met. And I know him. I mean, he's one of my protégés. And so I like to just say uh, every chance I get to push him uh, because, I mean, I know this young man. I mean, truly know him. And his heart is of gold. And uh, we all go through struggles in life. And we all, I mean, I don't know about you, Noah, but. Uh, oh, I've had I, several. I have thought about, uh, I mean, and, I, and I'm, I, I have thought about suicide a couple of times. I've uh, never, uh, I, JC, real quick, not to interrupt you, I've never thought about it, and I've always wondered, and that's why this discussion is so important, and you know me, I, I am a big proponent of mental health. I, I always wonder, and maybe that will be my eventual question this segment to Jordan, is, is I don't understand the mindset of what it takes for somebody to get there. I guess I'm just not built that way, but certain people are. And so I want to know, you know, what, what gets people to that actual point of starting to think about it. I can tell you uh, about me. Uh, when you come for nothing, you have nothing. You think that you have nothing. You think you have no purpose in life. You like, why am I here? Mm. I mean, I mean, why am I here? Why did God place me on this this whatever that is and it comes from the environment that you were born in or whatever i, I tell you uh your current uh situation is not your final destination and you know I, I talk about that a lot in my book i talk about that in speeches i talk about that and everything so when we're young or we might be older, we start thinking about those things based on our surrounding norms mm. and we, we we think that no one cares. No one cares about uh, this poor single soul of a person. And, and uh, I'm, I'm just using myself as an example. Uh, but then God has plans uh, that uh, he instill as we fight through challenges uh, that uh, I have purpose for you. No, don't do that. Uh, uh, don't worry about today. Live today. Uh, but prepare for tomorrow. That's a huge part of the discussion, JC, is staying, you know, and I'm not, you know, slandering anybody for, for their lack of faith or their level of faith, but making sure you're in tune with God is a huge part to making sure that you're stable and able to get through certain situations. And uh, you're absolutely right. I think we just lost connection on everything here, but uh, we still, I still got you. I but, still hear uh, you. I have Jordan up here on the board. I think we're good. <laughs> just, just yeah, but uh, we we remember uh, yesterday, Noah. We remember yesterday, mm. uh, regardless how bad that might be, uh, what type of situation or circumstances that might be. It's very true. But we live today. Today, we live today, Noah. Based on uh, uh, whatever that might be uh, in uh, our, our current situation, not our final destination, but we prepare for tomorrow. We prepare for tomorrow, uh, meaning that uh, remember yesterday, but don't live it. Live today, but prepare for tomorrow. And with that being said, our listening audience, if uh, you're still locked in, uh, please dial in because this, this young man right here is so for in wisdom. That's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. So, uh, just like I said, we got Jordan Coburn here, who's talking about what? What is, what is Jordan talking about, Michelle? 
suicide, the who, the what, and the why. The who, the what, and why. Jordan, I got a quick question for you because I, I kind of got carried away <laughs> a little bit. But no I want to talk. I want to talk about the what a little bit. Uh, you were telling us about the ideas of suicide. Can you tell us more about what suicide entails? Yeah, this actually goes right along with some of the stuff you were just mentioning, JC. So suicide is a action that is attempting to take someone's life. So I mentioned it a little bit earlier and the, the real way that I can describe it like best is how my professor back at USC said it. And it's a long-term solution to a short-term problem. And so that entails actually attempting to end your life based off of the experiences that you're having today and some of the projections that you have for the future. And so that harm can come from, you know, acting incredibly reckless, like doing drugs every single night, uh, you know, and taking it way too far with alcohol or, you know, putting yourself on train tracks often, or it can be direct, like using pills to kill yourself or a gun. Wow. Jordan, um, you know, the media, you know, celebrities, you know, prominent people, um, just people in the spotlight, the media tends to highlight prominent people when they commit suicide. What are your thoughts regarding that? I really think it's both a positive and a negative approach to getting some awareness out there. So when I look at the negative side of it, I see those potentials for copycat suicides or suicide clusters of people in the community committing suicide or people seeing this suicide and thinking, wow, that might be a real viable option for me. Now, on the other side of this, I would say that one aspect of the positive is that it does show that everyone in the world can be affected by this, whether, you know, you have a great life full of fame and fortune or you're somebody who doesn't have a great life. Suicide can impact you all across the board. So it makes it something that's more present in society's mind, and that's a key factor, but it also has that negative aspect. Jordan Noah here. Um, I asked James, or I was talking about it, and, and James answered, and I, I liked his answer from his personal experience, but I've always wondered, because I can't get my mind there, and that's why I'm trying to get a better understanding of it, even though I do un- understand the, the, the ins and the outs, and we're talking about the what's right now. What does it take? What is a generic catalyst, for uh, lack of a better term, that gets somebody into the mindset, hey, you know what? It's not worth it. I need to end my life. Nothing is nothing is worth it. Is there, it, it does it take a traumatic event, or can it come from someplace else? You know, that is something that is always really explored, because it is very foreign of a thought to other people sometimes when you're looking at it. But one of the big things about this is it can be a major trauma. So like I was saying, that sexual violence, uh, there is a lot of research that shows people who are experienced something like that start to devalue their self 
And uh, the biggest part about suicidal thoughts, suicidal actions, um, comes from the idea of hopelessness and worthlessness. And so the biggest factor in resiliency and how you can deal with traumatic events and how you can deal with difficult life experiences is based off of your understanding of a hopeful future, that today's experience is not what it's going to be for the rest of your life. Whereas in moments of of suicidal thoughts or suicidal ideation or suicidal action, you're looking at your current experience and seeing that it will not get better in the future. That's a great answer because, uh, you know, even though I can't get my mind there, I can I can now see a little bit clearer how somebody would get there. So thank you for that answer. Yeah. It's a difficult topic to really wrap your mind around, uh, especially when it's not actually it's a big issue, because as James said, it's one of the major impact, like the major uh, major causes of death in the United States, Mm. but that's only still impacting about, you know, 15% of the American population, which is huge. Oh, it's big. That means means 85% of the population has no, you know, has not attempted this. Well, we're going to go to break here on It's Your Life. I believe we lost a connection with JC, so stand by and we will come back, have a reconnection with Michelle and JC Cooley and more with Jordan on the other side of the break as we talk about this important topic, and that is the who, the what, and the whys of suicide because this information is so important. Noah right here on It's Your Life with James Cooley, 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley, available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. 
time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, God, I tell you, this, this guy is so incredible, Noah. I mean, it's, uh, we were just talking about the what. I, I want to get into the why, why uh, uh, people uh, think about uh, suicide and I think I, I, I was kind of mentioning Noah, what what I was thinking, uh, but uh, uh, I also mentioned that um, that's not God's plan. Mm. And sometimes we have to grow into the plan of, of what is in store because our current situation is not our final destination, and we all have purpose. And uh, so uh, I want to delve off into the who uh, on this last segment. And Noah... Uh, I, I tell you, listen on this. If you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. And no, I want you to start uh, with this. Well, I think we're going into the YJC, uh, but uh, I had actually just asked Jordan um, why he thinks that, you know, what were the catalysts that, you know, caused people to um, even think about suicide. And he had a great answer for that. And so we'll follow up with something that's a little bit more why oriented now. So, Jordan, uh, suicide, it's clearly, you know, so important to discuss uh, and we need to learn more about it. Is there one main reason why people attempt suicide? Is it really just that that feeling of they completely believe in their mind in every way, shape, and form that they are alone and there's no one there with them along the journey? I would say that that is one of the biggest reasons. So you're you're right. It, there is more that comes into it than just that feeling because that feeling is something that you build up to. It, it doesn't really happen in the sense of like, oh, you know, today I feel like it's going to be a great world. Tomorrow my entire life is over. You know, it's something that I, I just, I cannot do. I'm not worth it. And the only time it's really ever something like that is when there is a major life shift or a major life trauma. So that may be where someone might have their work tied up into a job or a relationship and that relationship ends. And usually when something like that is a big factor, mental health is the underlying feature around that. Jordan, do you believe that people, some people uh, may threaten suicide to get attention? And if so, um, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So that is a major I would say it's a major topic of discussion. So in most cases, the idea of it being to get attention comes off in the wrong way. So when you say something like, oh, you know, you're threatening suicide to get attention, to get people to look at you and to, you know, to kind of be a a public figure or something like that. When in reality, it's not to get attention, it's, to get help. And so when we look at it and people are threatening suicide, but they're not following through, they're talking about it very openly or widely, they're not asking for everyone's attention. They're basically saying, please, someone help me. Wow. So uh, 
people that uh, even think about suicide, they many of them are reaching out for help, and they don't know how to get the attention, and probably many of them don't want to go see a therapist. They they want to try to handle that on their own, but they are really reaching out for help. I think that's what you just said. Yeah, it's like an underlying psychological process where you may not think in your mind that you're asking for help, but because you're out there putting it out there to so many people, to the environment, it really is like I'm just trying to capture one person's attention. Wow. Noah, go go ask that question because I I think it's so important. I just got it. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, life's obviously tough. There's so many different complexities, you know, for all of us, you know, from family to career to spiritual life to what's going on in the world. And we're kind of, you know, even of us that don't think about that, it's like we're bombarded all the time and you really have to find a way to kind of sit back and relax and also feel loved and supported at the same time. But I'm curious if you feel like mental health is the only factor, it's the sole factor of why suicide occurs. I know James and I had mentioned at the beginning of the show kind of like the emotional, maybe the spiritual aspect of it. Is there something in, in those lines as well? Yeah, so I wouldn't say it's the sole factor, but I will say that when it does occur, suicide occurs in conjunction with mental illness, but mental illness does not occur in conjunction with suicide in the sense that, like I kind of said earlier, not everybody with a mental health concern will attempt suicide or commit suicide, but all suicides do stem from an area of mental health. And so it, that's why mental health is so important because when there are these, these outside experiences, these internal beliefs, the mental health aspect exacerbates it and it really does change your thinking. And so I wouldn't say it's the sole factor, but it is a big factor. Jordan, do you believe that treating attempted suicide or suicidal thoughts with antidepressants is always the best method or everyone's situation is different? Actually, it's everyone's situation is different because there are aspects of uh, antidepressants that bring your, your energy levels up. So what antidepressants actually do is that they don't alleviate depression. What they do is they allow you to have the energy and the motivation to address the depression. And now in certain circumstances though, such as an individual who is bipolar and they may not know it, if they are depressed in one of those depressive episodes and then all of a sudden they get a subburst of energy, they may then use that energy to commit suicide. Jordan, what would be your... I'm sorry, Jesse. I was just going to say, so in some cases, it is the best method if it's solely depression-based, but if there are other aspects, it may be counterintuitive. Is there anything, Jordan, that you would recommend to the listening audience, whether it's something that they're struggling with personally, whether it's somebody that they know, um, 
that they could pass along some information that if you know somebody that's going through a rough time and that's already been established or you know you're going through a rough time and that's already been established maybe you've had those suicidal thoughts and you're you know you're trying to get on the right track are there any steps that you would take other than going to see a therapist that could really help balance you mentally and emotionally to get you back on track again yeah so I would definitely say there's two parts to that question. The first part in, I, like, if you know somebody with suicide or, or suicidal thoughts or you yourself are experiencing these uh, feelings, one thing that is really important for the listening audience to know, it may not be a therapist, but someone will listen to you and you're not alone in this experience. That is a big aspect that I would like the listening audience to take away in regards to this. And then, you know, furthering that from uh, what you said in the sense of, like, you know, how, how can we really conceptualize how to support this? And it's honestly just recognizing that we're all experiencing something and that it's not a weakness. It's just an experience that's happening today because no matter what, at some point, life will get better. Hey, Jordan, you know, why, uh, I mean, it's a lot of people, some, sometimes, like, I would never uh, uh, attempt suicide and just because they experience a bad experience, they do. Uh, and it is something that, uh, it's like, I would never do that. But, uh, what, what are some of the triggers? And we got le- uh, less than a minute to answer this question that will call the person to change their mind at the, at the, uh, beat of a, uh, a second and, 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 uh, attempt to do something like this. Can, can you inform my listening audience a minute or less on what some of the triggers? Yeah. So, uh, Kind of, they're, they're very much tied up in those risk factors. So the aspect of like a major life shift or a major relationship that you were tying your work to. So sometimes it's like, oh, you know, I am my job. Why am I important? Because my job is important and I'm tied to my job. I no longer have a job. I'm no longer important. Uh, so there's aspects like that. If I lose that relationship, I'm no longer important. And so in those moments where it's like, oh, it's a sudden snapshot decision, it really is like a major, major mind-altering trauma happening in that moment. You know, Jordan, man, I tell you, I'm going to be honest with you, and Noel and I, and I, I think Noel, uh, we, we, we were just talking during the break that we got to have a part two on this series here, this series that we're talking about. We must have a part two if you're willing to do that yeah there's so much to talk about jc i mean more than just the basic ins and outs but i think we could really go a lot deeper into the discussion and i would like to i would like to do that within a month uh because i don't want our listening audience to lose focus on this so can't yay nay uh whatever because uh i'm gonna take to the end of the show because uh my great producer is telling me we got the end of the show yeah, I would love to be back on to talk about this more. Okay, so uh, I tell you, I, I listen to so I'd like to thank this great guy, Jordan Cooper, for taking the time to come on the show. I'd like to thank uh, my great uh, 
uh, co-host Michelle Cooley. I'd like to thank my great producer, Noah Dingley. Uh, most importantly, I'd like to thank you guys for uh, listening in every night. We're always looking for sponsors so we can continue bringing this great message. We will be back with Uncle Larry tomorrow in Chattanooga, Tennessee, my hometown. And I tell you, fish, everything's so good to make you want to slap yourself. Uh, so I tell you, tune in tomorrow, same time, same place. It's Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.